voices, a show in which we spread awareness and educate people about domestic violence. I'm Amira Lal, a student at the Shiran School, Malsuri, and I'm going to be your host. Today, we will be speaking with Mrs. Preeti Agarwal. Mrs. Agarwal works with an NGO called the Karmag Foundation, where children who are abandoned or rescued from being trafficked are provided a home. Ma'am, we are honored to have you here and want to thank you for taking our time for us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, would you like to tell us a bit more about what you and your institution do? Yeah, sure. Um, so, Karamark is a long-term residential care home for children and youth um, who are underprivileged and who are facing trauma or any kind of issues in their lives. Um, we have place about for 60 children, out of which uh, 30, 35 are permanently going to be with us till they turn 18 and find jobs where they can settle in. Um, the others are uh, in and out in terms of their, if they're rescued while being trafficked, then they stay with us for short term till they get settled back with their families um, or placed in other homes where, as the case may be. Thank you so much. I would like to understand your perspective on domestic violence. So domestic violence uh, is... Something that I think, uh, according to numbers, one third of women struggle with. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of children, uh, many numbers available in India, um, because usually they're restricted to happening in homes where the children yeah. do not have agency to report them. And hence, quite often, uh, no action is taken against it. But okay. um, taking, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, what do you feel is the reason behind domestic abuse? Um, domestic abuse occurs when there is an imbalance of power in the home. Um, usually the parent or caregiver is in power and the children or the woman of the house isn't. Mm -hmm. The frustrations that the caregiver or the family bread earner, usually the man of the house, feels is taken out inappropriately yeah. on the women and children mm -hmm. in the house and um, when they know that they're in power and nothing can be done to them. So that is why usually it occurs. Okay. Um, why, in your opinion, are the majority of the domestic abuse victims women? Well, like I said, uh, it is a power game and mm -hmm. abuse has become more and more common. Uh, okay. One third of all domestic abuse is usually women and one in third women face domestic abuse or violence of some kind. Uh, these can yeah. be emotional or physical. Uh, both are captured in this uh, statistic. Um, why are they women? Because unfortunately, patriarchy is what rules the world. And women who are caretakers or homemakers, yeah. or even if they're doing well to work, need to live within the home as a, in a way, second-class citizen. Um, yeah. The society does mm -hmm. not encourage them to live on their own and places a lot of restrictions and a lot of blame of whatever happens onto them and that is then manifested in a man taking out his anger or frustration on it which gets so social sanction in a way and hence the women have to face the brunt of it yeah i, I completely agree with you um why do you think domestic abuse victims are afraid to speak up 
Um, there are varied reasons for that to happen. One, the main thing, again, if it's children, then they don't have the agency to speak up and they don't know yeah. who to speak up. Mm-hmm. Often, even if they bring it up uh, to their mothers, um, the mother is not empowered enough to do anything about it. So, which is why they cannot speak up. Yeah, and at um, times, I don't think they even believe that, you know, anything like this could happen. Correct, correct. In the yeah. case of sexual abuse and stuff, that is definitely the case, that they're mm-hmm. not believed that such a thing is happening. Um, secondly, um, laws do not um, as in help the victim because um, like in the case of marital rape, there is no law that um, covers marital rape. So even mm-hmm. if the victim was to go out and report it, they could just be uh, tried for domestic abuse or violence. So the yeah. law doesn't really support um, such cases. And the process of law is also very tedious. So yeah. you may not have financial strength if you are not working or you don't have enough finances to be able to pursue a case like this. And socially too, it's become acceptable. Um, popular culture and society accepts the fact that men are angry and they have the right to take it out on say children or women. And it's completely okay to yeah. do so. Yeah, and I feel like that mentality does need the change. Um, coming, yeah, uh, coming to the trauma and emotional abuse aspect, how do the victims heal? I think it's a long, long road to healing. I think the first step is um, basically recognizing that a problem exists and it being accepted by an adult in the case of a child. That is the first step um, for them to even feel uh, that at least the problem is being witnessed and listened to. Um, And then there's a long road to providing them a safe environment, uh, providing them maybe counseling or psychotherapy needed to get over the trauma. Mm -hmm. It's a really long road. For women, I think um, um, they can heal uh, because they're an adult. they have more agency to seek for help. But mm-hmm. the healing, again, will start only when I think the society gives them the confidence and the comfort of uh, of the fact that they are not to blame for it. They didn't ask for yeah. that to happen. That is yeah. a huge problem uh, because you tend to hear with, uh, women who work with us also in the village. We have some women mm-hmm. who come and work with us. And most of them are Um, victims of domestic abuse and what they hear being said aloud is you must have you didn't do this well and they get beaten up for something as simple as less salt in their food or just speaking loudly or speaking on their phone Mm -hmm. is as simple yeah Um, so how does your institution help the victims heal and give them the guidance that they need so um, because ours is a residential organization, mm-hmm. it one provides them, especially the children and the youngsters who come in with a very safe environment. So that is the first step. Secondly, we don't force them into sharing their story. Uh, we believe in using um, like art therapy more to get mm-hmm. the story of the narrative out in different creative forms. Um, we yeah. use dance, music, drama, a lot of painting, when the children come in, we see the paints, uh, paintings usually have a lot of black and a lot of dark colors and themes which suggest that they have been traumatized and abused. Uh, 
but um, providing them the environment where they feel safe and they are willing to invest their feelings um with an adult who's been trained to take care of them that really yeah. helps um yeah even i feel that that's very necessary as no one should be like forced to share whatever they've been through they should do it at their own time and at their own pace yeah absolutely yeah and if they need if we feel that they are very traumatized and then they need a, um extreme care then we mm-hmm. also take help of institutions who are mental health um, institutions to help us with that yeah okay um do you think education plays a role in domestic abuse and if there were more people in the world who were educated could this problem have been prevented in households i think i'd like to make a distinction between education and awareness mm-hmm. so you would be surprised to know um just today we've had a case in um one of the schools where i worked oh. with mm-hmm. um one of the children and the mother had been uh so domestic been facing domestic abuse for the last decade or so and oh, it's been pushed yeah. up by the family and by the mm-hmm. lady herself because she was too afraid to step out mm-hmm. so this is a very very well educated um you know tier 1 school in the city so mm-hmm. i don't think education per se has it but awareness definitely i think yeah. awareness of women's rights awareness of how patriarchy can be detrimental to society uh how women uh, and children who can be given agency and feel empowered to speak up and yeah. plus then supported by some kind of um, administration or government rules which uh, are implemented properly though yeah. these are that is more um that will that will help create a much more um awareness about it and hence mm-hmm. uh, the problem yeah um so what role do you think culture plays in domestic violence i think culture plays an extremely big role uh, because domestic mm-hmm. violence is not the only the marginalized section of the poor people they are not only an india it's not only an india based problem it's global women all across the world face it yeah mm-hmm. so there is a culture i which i would again bring it back to patriarchy that till we don't have a gender balance um culturally mm-hmm. we empower women even if they are working they are not empowered enough um to be equal to men yeah i feel um, inequality plays also like a huge role like women need to like be treated the same way as well so absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. that will happen both ways i think the world needs to acknowledge that and work towards that equality yeah. whether it's gap or whether it's just respect or being used the language like even the language of abuses that we use are yeah. heavily against the women right or yeah. in all ways, in all kinds of um, war like situations or acts of terrorism stuff mm-hmm. women are raped in wars and uh, you know war zones and all of that so it's always women who have to suffer or women and children who have to suffer the bearing of what the wars and all bring yeah. out So mm-hmm. that balance needs to be changed and that can be only done through more awareness and more equality yeah um so like do you feel the rate of domestic abuse has increased during the lockdown yes um according to research about 50% higher domestic violence has been reported yeah. during mm-hmm. 
most definitely and that is the thing that when you stay at home one assumes that home is safe and most of the abuse or the molestations or the rapes happen outside the home but it's absolutely mm-hmm. wrong most of yeah. this happens inside the house with people who are usually known to the to the victim so yeah. mm-hmm. and especially with families unable to leave like with people unable to leave their homes and unable unable to get in touch with outsiders is also yeah. a huge by domestic violence um, has risen yeah i completely agree with that and like we had also spoken about creating awareness earlier but lastly i would like to know in your opinion if you feel there is enough awareness being created to help prevent this issue or do people still need to realize that this issue is bigger than they think it is i think there is a lot of um, need to realize that this issue does not only affect the poor or the marginalized or the uneducated most yeah. of us think that it happens only to them it doesn't happen to us but mm-hmm. it's a huge mistake to make because domestic abuse domestic violence happens across the board of all strata all classes or religions or you know with no discrimination at all so that yeah. is one huge awareness that needs to be yeah. sent out yeah. something like a movie like thappar which came out mm-hmm. recently brought the matter to the fore and brought it in public discussion and discourse so things like this would play a big role when it's more out there in the mass and also the nuances that even one slap means an abuse it's the beginning of an abuse so you should nip yeah. it in the usually we always think about abuse as somebody's bruised or somebody's raped even then it's called abuse else it's not called abuse but even trolling yeah. online is a form of uh, is a form of abuse the mm-hmm. bad words used for women or the rape threats that they get all of this creates a culture where this kind of violence against women are accept is accepted and hence mm-hmm. then it's manifested in homes where the boys and the youth feel that it's okay and it's their right to talk back yeah because it's like what they're seeing out then on the internet or like with whenever they're hanging out with people and they're bringing that home obviously exactly so that gets uh, further institutionalized in a way and accepted by mm-hmm. the society norm like yeah. i think i bring the abuses where it's so rampant and everybody uses it even women use that abuse right which yeah, is self uh, yeah deprecatory but that's how normalized it becomes and even in i think uh, films even in popular media in web series i think the glorification of um, that you own the woman uh, mm-hmm. that you can do whatever you want like a case in point is the movie kabir singh which again became yeah. so popular so such stereotypes again go into reinforcing the fact that men can get away with anything and a woman is man's property and that's how laws began in the olden times when victorian times the law was made because women did not have the agency and hence were not given laws to protect them yeah so that's um, where that's from and that's where it still continues to so much uh, and there are a lot of people who are still taking this lightly and obviously like they don't think it is such a big deal so how do you mm-hmm. think that uh, how can you personally create awareness to like people and make them believe that this is actually a bigger deal than they think it is i i personally feel we should start young um yeah right from school um mm-hmm. like we talk about um you know appropriate and inappropriate touch it starts mm-hmm. from 
uh, giving women like giving the girl child the agency over her body that she can say no and okay. alongside giving uh, the boy child the realization that somebody else's body is theirs and you do not have the right to touch it or do anything without consent i think that's yeah. the basic block so if we start there we will see how it will start getting filtered into getting better yeah and improving yeah meanwhile in the larger section like i said i think mass media or the media is very very powerful so mm-hmm. more movies which highlight such issues more uh, conversations more talks about it yeah um, more youth being involved in gender sensitization like we do that as a part of our program as well in the village that we are based out of mm-hmm. in sorry we approach the women's um, approach the colleges and schools and we do de- gender sensitization with them where yeah. boys and girls together learn how it is to respect each other and what the benefit is yeah and a lot and, of schools need to start doing this cuz like nowadays and even movies need to come out cuz nowadays people like whatever they watch on movies they're like okay that's right and they start to like following that so movies need to come out on uh, domestic violence and how it is wrong yeah absolutely and the nuances of it that it's not yeah. just about stream it's also about the little cases because that's where if not nipped in the bud it will start off mm-hmm. another thing violent communication there are so many beautiful you know things out there which the children could learn and the youth could be worked on with yeah where you improve and be more mindful about how you're talking what you're writing all of that i think will add on to um this whole situation yeah improving the situation mhm yeah so um thank you so so much ma'am it was great having you here and, and truly an honor knowing about your institution and how exactly children are getting the guidance and your own uh, perspective on uh, domestic violence and thank you so much once again for coming on thank you neera it was really a pleasure